you know, and first off, you have to understand there are laws about church endorsing candidates. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not really proper or appropriate to do so. But I was praying this week, and I do think that God has given me some words to share, and I hope that it will be a blessing to you. But I was praying, and I felt God remind me of a scripture, and it's in Luke 12, where he says this, Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? And what I felt the Lord was showing me was that no matter how this election goes, that the spirit of worry has overcome so many of us. I understand it overcoming people in the world, but the church shouldn't be overcome by this worry. And in this, this is where Jesus is talking about all the things you can worry about. Having money, having clothes, having food, having all. And he's like, and he's like what are you going you know, to worry about this? Like, and are you going to worry? Can you even add one hour to your life? And he's like, you can't even do this little thing, which frankly, it's funny that he says that because it's not really a little thing. But he's like, this is like a joke. You can't even do that. Why are you going to worry about this? He moves immediately into another parable. I guess that one's not exactly a parable. It's kind of just a teaching. And he moves into a parable, and he shares an instruction in the verse 35. He says, be dressed and ready for service and keep your lamps burning like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. So what the Lord was showing me is the contrast between worrying and watching. And so... I want to encourage the latter in us as we go into this season. And I know the election is not this Tuesday. It's the week following. I made a graphic for this. Can you, is it in there? It makes me feel better if it's on the screen. It may not, I may not have put it in there. Whatever. If it shows up, I'll, you know. So this is what I want to read about this. Okay, guys, I just wrote some notes. Our faith in Jesus should influence every part of our lives. Every single part of our lives, how we spend our money, how we treat other people, how we shop, how we spend our time online, the things we watch on TV, the things we watch on our phones, how we talk to other people. It absolutely should include how we vote. Voting is a privilege and a duty of American citizens. There's a lot of countries where people don't have this privilege. So I take it very, it's a very important thing that we take part in as Christians in this country. So I encourage all of you that are old enough um, and are registered to vote and pray as you do so. So now here's the, the meat of the thing, guys, all right? I know, both personally and just know of, believers that I respect, Christian leaders, that are voting for Donald Trump. I also know, both personally and from a distance, Christian leaders that I respect that are voting for Joe Biden. And I also know Christian leaders and other people that I'm close to that I respect, that are voting for neither one of these candidates, okay? All, all three categories motivated by their faith. And I've prayed and thought a lot about this, and I personally believe that all of these make sense. I believe you can make a Christian case for voting for each candidate, motivated by your faith. As we're saying, our faith should affect everything we do. I think you can make a Christian case for voting for each candidate. I also think you can make a case for voting against, the, I mean, you, if you can vote, you see what I'm saying. You can also make a case for voting against the candidate if you're going to vote for somebody else. And I think you can also make a case for voting for neither one of these two main candidates that we have. I know there are more. You don't need to remind me that. Um, the thing that I don't think that you can do 
is tell somebody that if you're a real Christian, you must vote and fill in the blank. I don't think that's appropriate. And I also think that this is a very important thing to note. As a Christian and as an American, you decide who you vote for. Being bullied into it by somebody else is both wrong and un-American. It's un-American for you to accept that kind of bullying. And it's also un-American for you to do that kind of bullying. Okay? This is a faith matter. This is something we should be praying about taking very seriously because, frankly, our country is huge. Our country is huge economically. It's huge militarily. It's huge. We have a large number of people that are part of our country. And what our country does actually affects the rest of the world. We're not exceptional, meaning better than everyone else. But we do have a great country. And what our country does and the future of our country does matter. And so that way it's very important. But I wrote down a few things. I called it a few things to remember. It obviously goes without saying, but Jesus is still Lord and on the throne no matter what happens and no matter who wins, okay? So when we talk about worrying and watching, this would be a very important aspect to this. Also this, this is just one election, guys. There's going to be another one in four years, and I'm sure by then that one will be the most important one of our time, just like this one is, and just like the last one was, and the one before that. And I'm not saying that totally annoyed, just partially annoyed. Because it seems like that sells newspapers or something. But the other thing is this. One of these two main candidates, Joe Biden or Donald Trump, one of these people will be the next president of the United States. I mean, there's nothing that's going to change that. These are just things to keep in mind, all right? So knowing that, this is very important. Mischaracterizing opposing voters is both wrong and not helpful. Okay? And y'all know the kind of terms. I was going to say some of them, but I just I don't feel appropriate sharing them from this pulpit here. And I'm not saying that we don't have to agree. Obviously, these are two different viewpoints that don't jive together. But mischaracterizing other people is both wrong and unhelpful. So another thing. You can vote differently than someone without questioning their faith. You can vote differently from someone and not hate them. You can vote in line with your faith and end up voting for different voting differently than a brother or sister. You should not you should work to not demonize those who you disagree with. This is the thing. I think the system right now, our world is set up to encourage that. So unless we're actively trying to not demonize the people we disagree with, you're probably at least complicit somewhat in that. We have to work to not demonize and by demonize hate, be mean to, whatever you want, you know, that might be too extreme of a word, but you get what I'm saying. Here's some other things. God requires you to love others, even your enemies. That's like Christianity 101 stuff. You don't get, you don't get the lightweight pass, you know. <laughs> and this is the other thing. God requires you to pray for your leaders no matter who wins. So if you have a hard time praying for Donald Trump right now, you need to really take a look at your faith in Jesus. And if you will have a hard time praying for Joe Biden if he should win, you really need to look at your faith in Jesus. And I'm not praying at them or praying with an E. You know, I'm saying praying for them. And I also think this is the most important thing that I want to say about this. I think the church is needed in these times because I understand the, the world being freaked out. You know, there, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of unrest. Byron talked about some of it. I mean, we all know this. We're all stuck in the news cycle all the time. So there's a ton of things to be upset about, and people are. Um, and so I think that we, as the people of God, are needed to be salt and light into these times. We can't be caught up in this constant state of anger and frustration about everything else. 
I had mentioned, and I was not, this is not an overstatement. There are people, Christian people that I love, both personally and love kind of from a distance or respect. Real believing people who fit in all three of these categories that I am personally connected with, okay? And I will continue to love and respect all of these people, and I'm okay with that. And we should all learn to be okay with that too. Because what the world needs is us to come into situations and make them better. Not come in and link up arms and go, yeah, whatever that is, you know. And this is nothing about being a wimp or like pulling out or giving up on certain things. It's about fully investing in society as Christian people and not being bullied into doing whatever some group of people wants us to do. I'm not going to tell you who I'm going to vote for because it doesn't matter. You need to decide who you're going to vote for. That's part of being American, and it's part of being a, a, a faithful believer. Me bullying you into doing what I think you should do is just a waste of everyone's time. And I think it's probably wrong or sinful or something, you know. So, so let me pray, and then we're going to transition into my actual message. Was that too much? Was that too heavy for everyone? Okay. It was really quiet in here. Those watching online that have probably turned off by now. We've got to love each other, guys, with the pure love of Jesus. It's the thing. Um, it's more important than, than all these other things. So, Father, I pray that you would bless our country, bless this election, bring forth your kingdom on the, in this land. Let us stand as proud Americans and cast our vote and also stand as true citizens of the kingdom of God and faithfully serve you in this earth. In Jesus' name, amen. One more thing I forgot to mention. The reason I'm okay, this is, I, I thought I should explain this. The reason I'm okay with having those three different categories of people that I love and respect and continue to love and respect is because these issues, our country, like I said, is so large and so important that the issues at hand are quite complicated, you know, and it doesn't serve anybody, even our own minds, to, to dilute or, or, I guess, reduce these very compli complicated situations into simple black and white, yes or no, you have to do this or that kind of language because it's not true, okay? And so I see their arguments, and I'm sure you've been experiencing these. You can look these things up. And I think that allowing things to be complex just because they are is kind of agreeing with reality, if you follow what I mean. To do otherwise, I think, is lying to yourself or lying to the people around you. So complex situations sometimes require complex thinking. They don't always, and um, but at least complex thinking to understand them. So in reading um, different Christian leaders who've been vocal on this uh, matter, I've understood their points of view, and, um, and I agree with them. So, Father, bless us to think as you would have us think. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So we've been going through a series of messages Go ahead and break this, if you don't mind, from the sermon, separate it from that other thing.